Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Good morning. You sounded great on that. As you may know, or may not, uh, the summer worship theme is Take Up the Song. We are looking at what calls us to practice our UU values and principles in everyday life or in the wider world. Well, the absurdity of life is one thing that calls me to practice my UU values and principles. And one form of practice in response to that call is humor. So for me, laughing matters. My hand's a little shaky. My dad was a UU and a humanist who wrote, we, genu- we genuinely live on after death in the hearts and minds of those who knew us, and in that larger community to the extent we contributed to it. In that sense, I think the soul is undying. It manifests itself in the tangible tug in the hearts of others at the thought of us, for good or for ill. So dad lives on in me and my sisters in our questing minds, deep love of music, horrible eyesight, a tendency to eat when upset, and chronic depression. Yes, we all have blue jeans. That's the other thing. Dad had a great sense of humor, and I grew up understanding that the best action in the face of adversity is to turn it into a funny story. Life is a gift, but sometimes that gift is a hideous, scratchy sweater that you must accept with a smile, and there ain't no return policy on that gift. I observed absorbed many important life lessons from family stories, including how to ease disappointment and sadness through humor. The stories I tell about myself are in this vein. For example, the summer after college graduation, I went to Peru as a member of a field archaeological crew, and the plan to test our acclimation to the extreme climate and altitude was to load us on a bus and dump us in the Altiplano, which is the high plains of the Andes. This place was a vast, barren sand dune as far as the eye could see. As we stumbled off the bus, already lightheaded and punchy from the ride, somebody made a joke that made me laugh. Unfortunately, at that very moment, I was blowing my nose with a raggedy Kleenex and my laugh inhale sucked a piece of the Kleenex into my throat, blocking my windpipe. Everybody else was still laughing from the joke and thought that my mute struggles were a part of the altitude-induced hilarity, or should I say, hierarchy. As black spots appeared before my eyes, I thought, 
I am going to die here in the most desolate, God-forsaken place on, in the world and in the most pathetic manner in history, inhaling a Kleenex. <laughs> Fortunately, the jokester himself performed the Heimlich maneuver just before I lost consciousness, and splat, it was all over. In retrospect, I can think of a lot worse ways to die than by laughter. Now, I'm sure that my family is not the only one that reframes identity in terms of funny stories. Humor in this tradition is a way of interpreting meaning and perspective on life in all its ambiguity and absurdity. And it is a way of making community. So I've always been interested in the place and functions of humor in religion, and that's why I'm talking about it today. Uh, but I have a few reservations. First, humor like faith can be as much a tool of division and hate, intentionally or not, as of un unity and compassion. Secondly, again like faith, if studied too closely, the emotional, intangible elements are lost from humor, and it becomes boring. Luckily, I only have about 10 minutes or so, so the suffering on that point should be minimal. As for the problem of humor that hurts, what we might call mirthing pains, I see this as a healthy challenge to building our theology. One of the less attractive UU stereotypes is our holier-than-thou political correctness. Is there a way to be funny and still be welcoming? Is there a way to enact humor as an intrinsic part of our faith practice without alienating others? To answer these questions, I look to one of the sources of Unitarian Universalism, wisdom from the world's religions which inspires us in our ethical and spiritual life. That's a quote. My quick Google search for X religion humor was surprising to me. Islamic, Jewish and Hindu humor were in about a three-way tie at around 500,000 results. Yeah, that's something profound there. Uh, given that Christian humor had about 680,000, results for UU humor are a very respectable 104,000. But Buddhist humor had 1,670,000 results. The laughing Buddha, indeed. So maybe, maybe we can learn something from Buddhism about humor as well as about meditation. A UC Berkeley workshop description says, the literary, ritual, and artistic traditions of the Buddhist world contain a variety of humorous and comedic elements that challenge the representation of Buddhism as a humorless doctrine of detached austerity. Humorous elements of Buddhist texts and practices are vibrant and vital aspects of Buddhist traditions. Hmm. How can we, as you use, make humor vital and vibrant aspects of our religion? One possible model comes from, very loosely adapted by me, uh, comes from the Swiss theologian Karl Barth. His Christian theology of humor has, of course, three characteristics. First, humor is self-directed. 
As he said, humor is the opposite of all self-admiration and self-praise. In other words, laughing at yourself is healthy spiritual practice. My dad's humor was mostly of this type. He had a Santa-esque belly and loved to repeat my six-year-old cousin's comment, Uncle Bob, you've got your butt on backwards. <laughs> Can you use Aspire to this type of humor? From the out of proportion Google results, I think so, but let's see. How many you use does it take to change a light bulb? We choose not to make a statement, either <laughs> in favor of or against the need for a light bulb. However, if in your own spiritual journey you have found that light bulbs work for you, that's fine. You are invited to write a poem or compose a modern dance about your light bulb for the next Sunday sermon, in which we will explore a number of light bulb traditions, including incandescent, fluorescent, three-way, long life, and tinted, all of which are equally valid paths to luminescence. <laughs> okay, we can strive for humility through self-directed humor. Taking ourselves too seriously will yield a religion that no one is drawn to or feels a part of. I want to suggest that along with our self-image as serious community members engaged in personal spiritual journeys and struggles for a more just society and world, which I'm all for, we also express our humility and sense of humor. Why not put a few UU jokes on our website to let people know, you know what we're about? For example, few that I found on a UU blog. Arguing with a Unitarian Universalist is like mud wrestling with a pig. Pretty soon you realize the pig likes it. <laughs> Upon passing through the pearly gates, there are two signs with arrows. One arrow points toward heaven. The second arrow points to discussion about heaven. You know where the UUs go. A newcomer asks a UU, what do you use believe? Well, we're not sure we believe in God, but we are convinced that God believes in us. <laughs> so what is the value of posting these bits of educational self-deprecating entertainment? Well, one person on the website said, I haven't laughed so much in a long time, and as a former fundamentalist and Roman Catholic and a current UU, I am relieved to have a religion that has something to laugh about. It's going to be increasingly difficult to me <laughs> to take a drink. Uh, the second aspect of Barth's theology of humor is that humor does not avoid, but acknowledges suffering, like the Buddhists. In one theologian's words, as the child of suffering, Humor takes suffering seriously, but refuses to give it the last word. An example of this concept uh, is the line sung at the end of Monty Python's Life of Brian by the Crucified Chorus. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> yes. 
Or, as Mark Twain put it, everything human is pathetic. The secret source of humor itself is not joy, but sorrow. We might think of this kind of humor as helping us to cope. I've heard this type of humor in West Africa, and more recently, in New Orleans. Humor can be healing. It can also be a powerful medium of resistance and resilience. We can share our pain and show our strength through humor, thus binding community and inspiring action. One way of taking control in situations of powerlessness is to reframe it, to make fun of the situation, but not right away. As Carol Burnett said, comedy is tragedy plus time. So for example, I can tell you a funny story about my near-death experience, but I'll have to get back to you with one about my current career search. It gives me comfort to know that someday, hopefully soon, my job search will be a funny story. Barth has told us that humor is humility, coping, resilience, that's a slash there. So the third aspect is freedom, freedom of expression. One scholar describes it as humor grounded in the grace, faithfulness, and promise of God. Humor is part of the freedom which is ours to exercise thanks to the grace of God in Jesus Christ. Here's my UU humanist translation. This is the kind of humor we tap into in transcendent experiences of nature, human creativity, and love. Haven't we all laughed or cried with sheer joy at a beautiful sunset or at the exhilaration of a roller coaster ride, at the wedding of close friends? To laugh in appreciation of the splendor of life because, and not in spite of its ambiguity, that is the embodiment of this third type of humor. Sharing our sense of humor, our funny stories, jokes, and puns, are ways of sharing ourselves. Laughing and making others laugh can be a spiritual practice. This is why it matters. So I invite all of us, as members of this faith community, to cultivate our theology of humor, one of humility, resilience, and joy. Make it so.